Welcome to Hello Easton PA. I'm your host, Mark Nutting. I'm the owner of Jiba Fitness, an author, business consultant, former actor, dancer, martial artist, superhero, musician, and I love to connect with others. This podcast is a way for me to share the stories of the people I meet in my adopted hometown of Easton, Pennsylvania. Hi, this is Mark Nutting, and today I'm here with Tatiana Kraft, uh, owner of Kraft and Company Floral Design. Hi, Tatiana. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. Tell tell me about Kraft and Company, uh, the floral design. Tell me about what you do. Yes. So we primarily focus on special events, weddings, and like life celebrations. So we aren't your typical retail florist. Mm -hmm. um, we don't have a storefront. We have a great studio space, as you know. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Um, we are really creating every week for the events that we have that weekend. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's very custom. It's a it's a very just different approach than being able to walk into a shop and pick up something, you mm -hmm. know, everything is yeah. ordered specifically for that. So yeah, it's a very, just, it's a specific niche for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, so I mean, special events, I mean, obviously weddings yes. is a big part of your yes. business. That, that's definitely the majority of our business. What other kind of special events do you deal with? Um, we do, you know, bridal showers, um, baby showers, birthdays, and we do corporate stuff too. So yeah. it just depends on what people are asking for, you know, but mostly the arrangements, things like that. You know, we do a lot of stuff for Lafayette now. Yeah. Um, so that's been really fun. Um, you know, and I, I love that sort of custom work that gives you, you know, the ability to create these beautiful pieces, but maybe without the crazy stress of a wedding. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a okay. little balance in there. Yeah. These <laughs> weddings can be stressful. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Just a little. Yeah. Right. Um, how long have you been in business? Uh, 10 years. And it was not always craft and company. No, no. So when I started the business, I actually did wedding planning um, and it was mm. called Whimsy Weddings. And um, yeah, we did wedding planning, coordination. Um, and it was only just a couple years after that, that I realized I really loved the creative side of the business over the logistical side of yeah, things. Yeah. So I didn't really love creating the timelines and sure. having to do all of that part of producing an event. Um, and when we would go to these weddings, I would see all these beautiful florals being set up. And I thought, oh my gosh, I just love this. This was definitely my favorite part of even planning. It was hiring the florist. Mm. And just over time, I had a couple brides with maybe lower budgets in terms of the, you know, floral aspect of things asked if I could maybe just put some things together. And I thought, okay, I'll try. And that's where I really discovered I really loved flowers. So I started incorporating it into my planning clients, you yeah, know, yeah. sort of like, a, okay, well, I'll plan your wedding and then I'll Additional also, service. exactly. And then I'll also do your flowers. So that's how it started. Um, and then, you know, for quite a few years, I juggled both, um, until my kids started coming along and then you realized, you know, you have to kind of fix, you the know, kids just came along. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The kids come and you're like, okay, I need to reassess, uh, what I want my focus to be. And that's right. when I really decided, okay, I love the flowers. I don't love the planning. Um, and I just did away with the planning. So yeah, yeah we did away with that just, uh, because of COVID it was a little delayed. Um, but we still fin we're finishing out our planning clients in 2021, Yeah, but it was just a couple left, but, um, 
yeah, now no more planning. Right. And purely flowers. And much better a much better place for you, you know, headwise. Oh, and yes. All that. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people don't realize that the planning, there are so many phone calls and just meetings that go into that, right? So you know, this is some something that people are spending so much money on and there's so much emotional investment in, in this as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not just the couples, it's the parents. Sure. It's, yeah. you know, you, other family members are also involved and this is probably the most money a lot of people have ever spent in their lives up to this point, right? Until you yeah. go and get a house or, or whatever, you know, it is. Sure, yeah. So the amount of just emotional sort of you know, burden in a way that you're putting into this was taking away from my personal life and my family. So that's where I kind of figured that out, but I did love it. You know, it's just, you know, just good balance in your life. But now, now I don't have to worry about that stuff. And now I get to create and yes, there's still meetings and things like that, but it's a lot more fun when you're, you know, when people get to the flower aspect of their wedding, they're, they're excited. They're, you know, they're like, Oh, it's really coming together. And, um, there's not as much stress exactly with, with the flower, or, you know, stuff it, as there is like okay, the menu. And I know, seat, and the budgeting of it, right? And, like the when sure. people are doing their full budget, that that's stressful. And and now when they get to us, you know, they're just they're excited to see it come together, and you know, it's it's fun picking out that type of stuff. So I get, I feel like now I get the clients on they're on another realm by the time they get to me, and I just I just love that. Okay, yeah, Great. yeah. The uh, well, it, it's it's interesting that. Um, when uh, Tatiana said that I, I knew her space, I mean, she is a tenant in, at, you know, the Carl Sterner Arts Building. Um, another one of our tenants, I mean, Sue Kohler. Now we have we have someone who does wedding dresses and alterations. We have wedding florists. We have photographers. We have a hair salon, you know, makeup salon. Um, we, so we, we become this sort of wedding hub, which yes. is kind of cool too. I know. I do think that's pretty funny. Yeah. So, I mean, we have to do a little bit more mixing and yes. uh, make sure everybody's <laughs> getting to, around to each other. Well, those um, are all creative fields, you know, and I feel like, you know, with an arts building, you know, you just, no, I mean, I think it's, it's great. wonderful. We it's love just that. a funny, it's a funny yeah. thing that it fell into weddings, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was Sue coming in that kind of topped that off. At the yep. End yep. The cherry on top. Yeah. Um, so where, where do you see your business in like five years? What would you like to see happen? Oh, good question. Um, I, so, so right now, uh, you know, new year, new me, right. I think that's a lot of people do the types of things like that. Um, right now we are actually focusing on sort of diversifying a little bit in terms of getting more involved in like the Easton, Bethlehem, Allentown area. Right. Mm So right now, a lot of our wedding business is in New York city, um, in the surrounding area. So when I started the business, we were living in Brooklyn. Um, so a lot of my network is there and, you know, you, people refer you and then it just snowballs and that's, that's how sure. I, yeah. yeah. So a yeah. lot, most of our weekends are spent in the city. That's just kind of how it is. Um, we are doing more work locally, which is nice, but we are also starting to do workshops. So we just right. opened up a couple for February here for Valentine's day. Um, and we're going to start doing additional ones. So yeah. throughout the year, different seasonal things, fun, fun workshops and everything in the space, because, you know, the space is so beautiful and big. And, um, I think we can utilize that a little bit more and yeah. it, it gets us more involved with the community, which is nice. Um, another thing is being able to do services for people like 
like birthdays or funerals or celebration of life and, and stuff like that. And it won't be something that we offer every week, but it'll be during the weeks that we have events because that means we have flowers in. So then we'll be able to service clients like that because people come to us all the time and they want our style or aesthetic, but we just can't always provide it because I don't just have flowers sitting in our studio all the time. Right. Yeah. So the workshops, uh, floral arrangements, is that the kind of workshop? Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, like learning how to make a beautiful arrangement that you can then take, you know, flowers from the grocery store if you're out shopping and you're going, Oh, well now I know how to put something beautiful together on Mm -hmm. my kitchen table. So we're going to teach those types of things. Um, pretty terrarium pieces, plants, all sorts of stuff. And I think we're going to try to do seasonal, seasonally appropriate items. So, you know, for Easter, Oh, you want to do a centerpiece? Like, great. We'll show you how to put together a great one for that. So, I think that's sort of the direction that I want things to go in for the business for the future is being able to just be a little bit more with have have more variety. So we're going to, yes, of course, weddings are definitely our bread and butter, but also being able to be more involved with the community and, and just be able to offer just a variety of services to people because not everybody's getting married every week, but we still want to be able to have those great relationships. Yeah. 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 Um, And our, I would assume, and, and from the sound of it, you know, most of your uh, business comes from referral. Yes, yes. So I think a couple of years ago now, I stopped advertising on on like all the websites and everything for weddings because we do we just get great referrals, which has been such yeah. a wonderful thing. Um, and you know that definitely makes a huge difference. Yeah. So yeah, mostly referrals and uh, you know word of mouth. It's great. Great, great. How did you get into wedding planning? So I worked in restaurants in New York City, and I had a restaurant management job where I handled their special events. Mm -hmm. So we would do, um, you know, everything from tiny little weddings to big corporate events and everything. Um, So I started doing that, and I realized how much I loved it, and I found myself gravitating more towards the weddings. You know, I just thought it was so much fun. People are celebrating. It's like just a great yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, w- I did that for, for a while and then realized I could do this myself and create my own schedule. And, um, I thought at the time maybe I could work less, but that's just never the, the case. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to work less. So I'm going into business. That's for myself. definitely, yeah. that's definitely not the case. Not. Uh, definitely work five times as hard now, but, sure. um, but it's definitely more rewarding for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's how I got into it. Restaurants. And, uh, I actually have a degree in culinary arts. I, I thought I wanted to well, work yeah, okay. in the kitchens and, and everything. And I just, uh, I realized I didn't love that. Um, yeah. I love to cook, but I uh, don't want to do it professionally. So right. I ended up in front of the house. So where are you originally from? Uh, South Florida. I am from uh, Miami and Fort Lauderdale area. And how did you, and so from South Florida to where? Was it directly to New York? No, uh, from college, uh, I did an internship program in Toronto. So I lived in Toronto for uh, a little while, I want to say probably a year and a half. Yeah. Um, and then when everything was finished with my internship, I was kind of like, what do I do now? Do I go back to Florida? The, the internship was a culinary? It was a culinary internship, yes. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to go back to Florida or not. Um, and then my dad actually had gotten a job in New York and had moved kind of simultaneously to New York. Yeah. And I 
called him up and was like, Hey, can I come stay with you for a little bit, dad? And, uh, so I moved in with my dad and stepmom for just a little while. Um, and then I just ended up staying in New York Yeah. and, um, I actually met, I met my husband on a blind date in New York city. Really? Yep. Yeah. And he is from, so those, those do work out. They do work out after <laughs> all. Yeah. So I met him on a blind date. Um, we've been together like 13 years now. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he is from, uh, Bethlehem. So oh, that's how oh, okay. we, that's how we ended up yeah. out here. Yes. So we were living in Brooklyn together. That's where I started the business. And then, um, you know, while the city is so wonderful and fun and exciting, uh, you know, we got married and then it was like, okay, you know, we didn't have kids right away. My oldest is only five. So, yeah. you know, we were together a long time before we had kids, but, um, we just wanted a little bit more space mm-hmm. and I was a little tired of, you know, just the small quarters of the city. And, uh, so we thought, where do we go? And, um, because he's from this area, we always loved coming out and visiting his family. Right. And so yeah. we ended up in Easton because of that. So, and we love it here. Good. That's yeah. Great. Uh, so you, you moved here. You said you had a couple of years before you moved here. Yeah. Uh, so so what, when did you move here? We moved here. So we bought our house in 2017, okay. but we were living, we rented a place while we were looking, um, about a year and a half prior to that. So what is that? 2015 or something? Yeah. 2016? So you got here about the same time we did. We actually moved here in mid-2015. Oh, okay. Yeah. So about similar time frame. Yeah. 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 We, were, we were living over in uh, Bethlehem. We had rented a place just while yeah. we were searching. And, and then now we ended up on College Hill. Yeah. So we love it. And like you're loving College Hill? We do. We love it. Okay. It feels like a little bit of a storybook neighborhood. It's for a, sure. It's a nice community. You it know, does. A nice neighborhoody kind it's of It's super nice. Yeah. And like my, my older son, he walks to school and, oh, yeah. you know, the kids, it's it nice. just, I feel like I'm in uh, like Stranger Things kind of, you know, when you see the kids all riding their bikes. <laughs> Min- and, minus the, the horrors. Yeah. Minus the horrors. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's keep those out of there. But yeah, it just, it just sure. reminds me of that. And it kind of reminds me of when I was growing up as a kid. You know, we all just kind of, the kids just go out all afternoon and you don't see parents in sight anywhere. You know, the kids mm-hmm. just roam and they're right. having fun. Right. And that's what I see every day out my window when I'm yeah. home. You know, it's just a fun, so I, I love that. I love it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. What kind of hobbies do you have when you're not dealing with, I mean, other than children? <laughs> Heather hobbies. used to tell me that's not a hobby. Uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> you're a parent, it's not a hobby. Oh, I know. Um, the... Uh, uh, you know, I know that's a, that's a full-time job. You talked about racing around and all that, but there must be some things you like doing besides, you know, you said cooking. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, my husband actually will laugh. Uh, I am a serial hobbyist. A serial hobbyist? Yes. So okay. I will... Does that mean you're like attention deficit or... Yes, a hundred percent. So I have, uh, the materials for many hobbies at home. Ah. Um, my sister's the same way, actually. We were just laughing about it the other day because she, uh, she and I, uh, she lived with us during COVID and we took up every hobby you could think of from macrame to, you know, needlepoint to designing things with clay. Um, I I love all sorts of artistic outlets. Mm -hmm. So my hobbies definitely are just kind of, it just depends on what I'm in the mood for, but I pretty much have all the supplies for hobby, uh, any hobby I want to do. It's it's just waiting there for you. It is. Yeah. Yeah, So I I have a lot of, and it's, it's not something to brag about, but I do have a lot of unfinished projects. That I keep saying I'm going to get to, but many projects in the work. Exactly. Yeah. I've got a lot of things going on, you know? Um, but that is definitely any arts and craft activity is definitely my hobby. Okay. 
And so, I, and, and I know that's not maybe the best because I work in an artistic thing, so it kind of translates in a way. Well, I, mean, I, I was going to ask, you know, I mean, was was that something that you grew up doing, like crafts and, and yes. artistic things like that? Oh my goodness, yes, yes, yes. So growing up, um, my stepmom, uh, she has three daughters, and I remember doing arts and craft activities all the time. Um, my older stepsister is extremely talented, like great painter and and can do any all sorts of things like that. And so I remember really admiring that about her and we would do all sorts of fun activities growing mm-hmm. up. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I just think that that just kept going. And, and now my, my older son is really into arts and crafts. So it's fun yeah. because, you know, when I want to do something artsy, he's right there with me doing it. So it's like, I get right. to enjoy my hobby, but also he's but also doing it too. His life exactly. Yeah. So he is a super into art. So all those art supplies that I keep buying, they're great. Cause he's using them too now. Yeah, so yeah, it doesn't, right. it so, doesn't, so you can justify it a little bit more. I do. I do justify it. I'm like, yeah, you want to get into beading? And he's like five, you know? <laughs> yeah. He's like, sure. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm. So yeah, we do, we do a lot of art at home. That's great. Yeah. And I was just, you know, sometimes, you know, I grew up with a lot of, you know, um, artistic things. Yes. I, I'm not, you know, it's, it's funny. My, my artistic tastes have changed a great deal. Uh, hugely important to my wife, Heather, uh, and her family, Carl Sterner, you know, obviously, uh, it, but exposed to a lot of different art that way. But the arts and crafts things, I mean, I grew up with that, you know, along with when you have eight kids in the family, your mother's got to get them busy with something. Yes. So here... <laughs> Make some stuff, draw some stuff. Yes, exactly. And that, that's um, the thing, right? My, my stepmom has three daughters and then I have one biological sister. So there were five of us when we were all together. And so, yeah, that's like the perfect thing to do, right? When you have a bunch right. of kids, you're like, oh, great, arts and crafts. And, and and But I mean, it's interesting too that, I mean, a lot of times when, when that happens when we're kids, I mean, that in some way, shape, form does continue through our lives. Oh, definitely. And, and it, you know, of course, you know, as you choose... Um, you know, wedding planning and, and then into, into the floral aspect. I mean, all, all artistic decisions are being made and it isn't, you know, uh, you are still having that artistic flair, uh, mm-hmm. working with all that stuff. Oh, definitely. And, and I definitely think that if I were to go back in time, my younger self would be shocked that I was able to turn the love of these arts and crafts essentially. Right. And just doing something creative into a business. Mm -hmm. Like I think I'd be shocked. Right. Like I just never thought that that was like a real career essentially, which is kind of nuts. Right. Because I grew up with parents who worked typical, you know, you worked regular jobs and, um, you know, just feels kind of, you know, it felt kind of like something that just would never happen. So I do love that. I get to do that. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, when I was, graduating college, uh, I knew that I didn't, I didn't want to teach physical education, but I mean, my degree is in phys- physical education, but I knew I wanted to get more in the private sector and, you know, work in health clubs or whatever. But but this is all before personal training was actually a, considered a, a career, oh. you know? So, I mean, you, when you talk about looking back where you, you know, would you have projected this? Not in a billion years. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but the, uh, what did you see yourself doing as a kid? What did you uh, want to be when you grew up? <laughs> um, you know, I I was always kind of just a unsure kid. Like I, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, to be honest. Um, when I went to school, I think I picked culinary because it was a creative mm-hmm. outlet. Yeah. Um, and it it felt like okay, I can make a career out of this. 
Um, but did, I, did you envision chef? Exactly, restaurant? exactly. Um, because I, I always loved cooking as a kid too. My mom, uh, she was a great cook, and my grandmother, mm. you know, they're Colombian, and it was just a food was a big part of our lives growing up and everything. Yeah. Um, so I think I just wanted to do that because of the creative aspect that tied into it. But mm. I, I don't think I ever was like, oh, I want to be a teacher. I want to be a doctor. I, I never really thought of that. And I, I remember even yeah. when I was picking college, I just, I couldn't decide. Um, it was like a real hard thing for me. Whereas a lot of my friends, like they knew they wanted to go into certain things and I just felt a little lost, I think. Um, but now I feel like I realize why, because I just, I was unsure and my path was clearly different than what even I had imagined. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it all worked out in the end though. Well, good. <laughs> and that's what counts. Really. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So Craft & Company, Floral Designs, for your special occasions. Yes. Uh, I want to thank you, Tatiana, for, for being on the podcast. Uh, it's been great. It's been really... Thank you for having interesting me. Interesting getting your background there. Yes, yeah. Fun facts, yeah. right? Fun facts. <laughs> okay. All about that. Oh, yeah, we're neighbors, and now I feel like we finally really got to know each other. <laughs> well, and, and that's one of the joys of doing this. And, yeah. And hopefully for the people listening, uh, they get to know you too. Yes. And, um, and come use your service. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see more of the community, um, yeah. especially now that we're going to open up our studio to these workshops and, and fun activities. And, you know, we actually just had somebody book, uh, their birthday party with us. Oh, so right? Great. yeah. So I'm yeah. really excited to just meet more people in the area and really, you know, create for them. Super. Well, once again, thank you so much, Tatiana. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Hello Easton PA. This is Mark Nutting, hoping that you'll stop by again to find out more about your fellow Estonians. Have a great day.